This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. It's one of the most exciting things to watch, hands down. I bet Joey Wagner agrees with me. Joey. It's on right now. I'm watching. I listened to you ramble on for five minutes. I watched a couple <laughs> holes. Uh, well, I, I just I had some different lights going off here. I was a little worried about which which uh, line you were on, but we got her. We got her. Sometimes you just got to ramble. It's my show. <laughs> uh, Joey Wagner on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. Uh, boy, this Illinois football season sure is dandy. Remember when I said I think they could be good enough to win six? <laughs> a long time ago. Yikes. Um, and now, of course, the starting quarterback has been out for two games. But I feel like that's going to end up being a uh, a very convenient excuse for what happens this year, that they're down to their four-string quarterback for two, what, three games now? Yeah, this will be the third game he can come back against Nebraska next weekend. Gotcha. You know, that it's so hard to properly – I guess, read this team. And the other part of it, you don't want to make any excuses because they've not been very competitive. Yeah. They've failed by 21 points before halftime in every single game. You can't do that in year five yeah. with a senior-loaded team with transfers you've brought in. But you mm. do have to step back and say, listen, their starting quarterback has been out. Their backup quarterback has been out. Their yeah. other, you know, Whichever way, however you look at Isaiah Williams is two and Matt Robinson is two and the other one at three, they've both been out. If you've been to your four-string quarterback, when That's can not, Williams and Rent and Robinson come back, by the way? Uh, Lovey would prefer to never tell us about injuries if he didn't have to. So gotcha. Robinson is forever a TBD until we see him out there. Gotcha. Uh, but Isaiah Williams can play this week. He, oh, okay. He's back at practice on Wednesday. So, you know, we'll see what they do. But, you know, that that is kind of the most important position on the field, right? So you look at that and, you know, Cron Taylor was good in high school. And, and I certainly thought he would be better last week than he was. But so that's the big caveat offensively. You've been missing Doug Kramer, your center, your captain for two years. Kendrick Green's going to play center in the NFL. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But they're better when Kendrick Green's playing guard and Doug Kramer's playing center. So, you know, th- that's a little bit that doesn't explain Wisconsin. And we haven't seen Wisconsin. That's the bad part of it. We haven't seen Wisconsin to say, ah, you know what? That, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, they are really, really good. Defensively, though, Eric, I mean, I just, I, there's, there's really no excuse. To be honest, they've they've continually picked apart in the past game. I mean, there's almost non-existent defense back there. There is a little bit of an excuse last game. They were without Nate Hobbs. They were without Marquez Beeson. They've shuffled the whole thing around, but they didn't play the run well. They played the run decently the first two weeks, and Muhammad Ibrahim just runs for 224 yards, ties a career high, and just. So they had no answer for him. And, you know, the offense didn't sustain the drive, so the defense is out there forever, and they're just getting blown out. It's You're looking at it, you're running out of games that you think they can win. These next two are probably the games that I would say are the most winnable. But what have they done to prove to you that they can win those games? You know, so yeah. it's, it's not great. It's really not. They, they shouldn't be like this in year five. A loss is a loss. You go to Wisconsin, you lose by 14 points or – you know, whatever, it's 14 points going into the fourth, and they run it up. But they were blown out of against Wisconsin. Yeah. It's an otherwise very, very healthy team. Which I think we could all stomach. But now we're talking sure. about I mean, especially in, being in, a seven-point dog easier. at Rutgers. Blech. Rutgers hasn't been favored in the Big Ten since, like, 2014. It's only the second time ever. Hmm. And it's a that, full touchdown. kind of nationally believe. how Illinois is viewed. And, and you look at it, you can't really make an argument the other way, right? I mean, it, it all makes sense. Yes, I'm very curious to see what they do with the quarterback situation. I, I, I would bet 
you know, I, I, say I would bet. I, I would think Crown Taylor will probably get the start just because Isaiah Williams didn't get back until Wednesday. Well, they're flying out tomorrow. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, gotcha. You know, so it's hard to do that now. I think we're going to see Isaiah Williams and how long, you know, how long of a leash will they have with Crown Taylor out there? Will they, you know, will they pull him? We, I don't know, but you know, defensively, just any number of issues, and that's compounded when your head coach is a defensive guy. He doubles down on himself and makes himself the defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, there's uh, got to be an answer. Is there any? Not not necessarily your personal opinion, but do you think there's a, a chance Lovey's seat is warm? It's probably warm, but you got to think that's a two million dollar buyout. Well, two yeah. million dollars in COVID time. Yeah, with the way college athletic budgets are, what's that? Maybe five million dollars real world. You know, I yeah. mean, it's just the equivalent of it. And then you got to buy out the staff, and you got to maybe have to pay for the buyout for your next coach, or and then pay for the next coach. I mean, it is an expensive endeavor in college sports to replace a coach. And I mean, it, no, if, it makes they sense. Win, yeah. if they go winless or one win, you know, I think Josh is going to have to think hard. I don't know. You know, again, I don't know what the answer to that's going to be, especially when you look at it and say, well, COVID is it's just really, really weird to try to do this. And yeah. You know, any number of reasons why things went off the rails. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not an envy, enviable position, but you, if you look around the country, outside of Greg Marshall being a fool, there's not a lot of college coaching changes. Basketball in the power, you know, the two revenue sports, it's just not happening. And obviously, without gate sales and any, any other thing, you lose the NCAA tournament. Money is just thin. And Greg Marshall did get fired, right? Uh I think. I think so, too. I, I mean, you know, I haven't really seen anything firm, but, geez, I, I can't imagine he's he's around. I think this is probably just to, you know, get your legal things in order before you make this move. But gotcha. The allegations are pretty, uh, pretty firm. Yeah, pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, well, let's, let's talk about some good stuff. Basketball is getting close. We're starting to see some schedules, stuff come together, and uh, – we, we've got uh, Baylor, I, I believe Baylor and Indy, is that officially scheduled? Duke is scheduled? Missouri is scheduled? Duke and Missouri are the only two things officially scheduled. Okay. Uh, the, the Baylor report is, is uh, the report would be Baylor the second in Indianapolis, Duke the eighth and at Cameron, and then Mizzou the 12th after we find out on the Fighting Andy Cats radio or TV network today where that's going to be. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a coin flip. It'll either be in Champaign or it'll be in Columbia. Oh, so the, uh, in, St. Louis Indy is out of the... is doing, St. Louis isn't going to happen. Fans aren't going to happen wherever the venue is, just in the interest of fairness, I said. Oh, I thought it might in Missouri. Okay, gotcha. So Andy Katz at 6 o'clock will live stream on Facebook Live, and it'll be on the Fighting Illini really? website. They're going to so, stream a coin flip. That's funny. I didn't know that. I kid you not. Yeah, Andy Katz, the, uh, the leader of the Illinois... He is. <laughs> hey, he knows where the clicks come from, man. <laughs> Illinois people, they're ravenous. They should be. So they'll have Brad Underwood and Quanzo Martin and, and Io DeSumo and Jeremiah Tillman on this. Uh, I don't even know how long this spectacle is going to be. Well, I didn't know. Clip. Is Missouri ranked? No. No, no. Okay. They're, they're, they're not suggested to be very – I think I, the Big 12 preseason rankings came out, and they were in the bottom half of it. So – it's, and it's, and it's, the game that certainly favors Illinois. It's payback time for these guys. I had to go to that nightmare last year. <laughs> it was gross. So even even our look, my head, my head, that 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 tone went off in my head when I thought of it. You, you, you just I thought hear I it. had an incoming call. <laughs> uh, Illinois is eighth in the country. What the AP poll came out right? Is that 
That's correct. Wasn't the coach's poll. The USA, 10th in the coach's poll, I think. Okay. Uh, Duke is ninth in the AP. And Baylor is two, right? Yeah. What a, you're going to find, look, we're going to know by December 8th, really, what, what this team's all about, right? I mean, and again, I wouldn't look at it. If, if those are losses, I wouldn't say, oh my gosh, this is, well, this is the end. If they're I, a competitive 0 for 2 in those games, that's okay. Yeah, because, I mean, by that point, you look at Andre Corbell, Adam Miller, two guys who I think are going to have a big role on this team. They're going to be no more than five games into their college career, maybe six. So there's still going to be a lot of time. Now you're going to get into the Big Ten. It's just going to be an outright dogfight. I mean, that that's what an incredibly loaded conference. Mm-hmm. What's the MT in Champaign again? Uh, it, uh, according to the report, it's uh, North Carolina A&T. Wright State and Ohio University. So oh, okay. 3-0. It's the old school Illini Classic. They used to have a tournament. Yes, yes. It would have like Ball State in it, so there was one kind of local team, but then uh, it was just set up for two wins. I don't even know why they necessarily did it that way. But, but uh, okay, so you're looking at – so they are going to have – because I was going to say, it's not going to just be that. You think they might have a few conference games before Baylor on December 2nd? I don't think so. I, oh, I think okay. it will probably be that. So, basically, so there's going to be 27 games. 20 of them we think are going to be Big Ten games. Okay. So that leaves seven, three in this uh, MTE. You're down to four. Oh, they're going to play everybody three. in that MTE? Yeah, it's going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. So it'll be a round robin. So then, you know, you're down to four there. Duke is three. Baylor's two. Or no, there's going to be one that we don't know, really, right? We know yeah. Baylor. We think we know Baylor, the MTE, Duke, and the zoo. So there's going to be one that we're, we're really not sure of. As far as I can gather, that's provided the Big Ten is 20 games, and I'm assuming we'll have a schedule tomorrow or early next week because we really just are running out of time. Any idea how they're building that schedule? No, that's, you know, that's what I was just talking to the somebody Big Ten. about earlier. That, that's the most interesting thing to me because you know, we know who they're going to play. I mean, that, that's literally no secret, yeah. and I don't even think the order matters. I don't think anybody cares what the order is. But how know. are they going to do it? Are they going to do like a Friday-Sunday and do you like, you know, where they would play Iowa Friday, Iowa Sunday, and that's the end of the series. As you look at other conferences putting this together, there are any number of ways to make this puzzle whole. Yeah. And that's what I'm the most curious. And I think you want to control as much as you possibly can and uh, recognize you, that travel is not ideal. If you can avoid that, then by all means. Yeah, but if you're, it's not going to be fair. You're talking about Iowa Friday, Sunday, both on the road. Right? I mean, right? Yeah, that's just, I, that, that's just a hypothetical. I don't know what this is going to look like. But I, I hope mean, they I, don't I, do I, that. I would have to look at what some of the other conferences have done, and maybe the Big Ten will say, hey, with our testing, we're cool here. We, we believe in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, the, again, there's I'm okay with, like, a Friday-Sunday. You know, every Friday-Sunday, Penn State-Rutgers are either going to be at home or they're going to both be on the road. You know, let, let, you know for if you're going to do – let's go knock out the road game at Penn State and Rutgers at the same time. or And Maryland. You know, you can have a combination of all those East yeah. Coast teams. Um, ah, boy, I just hate to have to play two games against one team in the same building. Although I guess, with, I, I guess again, with no fans, it doesn't matter too much. I guess you know, in the in the ultimate, it's gonna it, as long as Big Ten, Big Ten Network's there, that's how we're gonna see it, except for family, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't anticipate fans at least for a while. I mean, let's let's look around. I mean, I hear you guys every day. We're going backwards fast. I, I don't. Um, I, I mean, outside of Illinois, we're not gonna have any fans in Illinois. We know how that's I, and, uh, yeah. Look, I, I, that's the thing I will say the Big Ten did. I mean, they, I think they've done quite a bit right comparatively. But just the blanket, no fans. Oh, okay. You, know, you watch Texas A&M sure. okay. and you're like, and they haven't said that. That's what they did for football. And to me, it makes sense to to flip it to basketball and say, 
no fans to start, you know, will revise or something. Yeah. Right. Media and media and family. I like that idea. Because if you look at, you know, watch Texas A&M, it's, it's uncomfortably packed in there. And then you look at other places and like, Oh, okay. No one's here. Yeah. I, so, I, I know no, we I, said, I know Duke's going to be empty all year. So is that, you know, cause that's already being talked about. Wow. Can you imagine Duke Carolina at Cameron with no fans? It's going to, it's going to be different college. Do you think it's going to, st- I think it'll stick out more college and then pro Bowl. No Probably fans. just because the student section, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's, that's really the, the great, I don't call it equal. I mean, that's what makes it so different. I mean, it's, it's going to be loud at some pro arenas. I'm probably not. Most probably not. Well, they play but, music know, but, during games, too. Yeah. You know, now, and, you're talking with, without you know, your peers yelling at you. And the Orange Crusher, they're pretty creative. Yeah. Right? So without that, I mean, it's that's going to be different. And hopefully we're on a point January, February where that changes. But, again, I'm looking at this and, I mean, come on. What, what hope do you have that that's going to be the case right now? Do you think a lot less upsets? I mean, do you think better teams prevail? Now, teams are going to lay eggs on some nights and just not play as well. Yeah, yeah. Some teams and, and are going to I mean, shoot better gotta, at home. That's still going to be a thing, but but I think for the most part, that you know, they're just not, there's not going to be that eighteen-two run where the fans just you know are captivate the building, and that's everywhere. Right now, I, I'm curious, especially early, what the travel, you know, because you still got to travel, right? You yes. still got to understand how to travel with COVID and what that's going to look like and the restriction, and that probably won't change a lot, but it is going to maybe take some adapting to, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, those, those big where the place, the roof's about to blow off and it's just an avalanche until a timeout happens. That that's not going to be there. And that they probably feed, you know, college athletes feed on that probably far more than professional. Yeah, I would think so too. So it's, it's still going to be a fun year to watch. At least we got some basketball. We'll have some college games trickling in throughout the week. Uh, we're going to need an All-American in Champagne. Yeah, how about that? Who was the last yeah, one, D? I think so. Yeah, I'd have to triple check that, but it's uh, boy, he he's getting all the accolades he deserves them. This IO, obviously, if anybody had any questions about who it could have been, yeah. But it's uh, good for him, man. And that's I was talking to Tupper yesterday, and and you're in that preseason All-American. There's six of them this year because there's a tie. That's usually a pretty good, providing there's no injury and everybody plays like you think they're going to play, that's probably a pretty good conversation for National Player of the Year. I mean, right. understandably. Yeah. And nothing, you know, that, you want to boost up your draft class, your draft star, you win an award like that, play deep into the NCAA tournament, check, check for Iowa if that's yeah. the case. And, it, you know, could really pay out to come back. And Have you heard from, have you heard anything in any sport of any seniors who are may come back with the free year? The only person, you know, strangely enough, the only person who, because we, you know, especially early when this news came out, we asked a lot of football players, and Blake Hayes, the punter, yeah, I'd love to come back. Hmm, yeah. Now, whether he will or not, but I think, he, boy, I mean, he's the best punter they've had in Champaign in a while. He's really good. Yeah, I'd like to he's, see. I'd like to see him less, though. <laughs> he, he's, he's sure. Yeah, I think everybody. Well, I mean, he's got so much practice. My goodness, he's only got you know one way to go, and that's up. Right. He. Uh, He's probably one of the top two punters in the NFL draft, right? I mean, and James McCourt would be another interesting, you know, because Illinois is scheduled to play in Ireland. He's from there. I think he'd like the opportunity to go back and kick there. Uh, basketball, we don't know. Brad's been kind of mum on that. The only two options would be Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams. So we'll see how that plays out. I mean, both those guys are going to have an opportunity to play professionally, probably both overseas. But, you, I mean, no secret, you know, especially with some of the Decatur athletes, you can – you can make a lot of money playing yeah. basketball overseas. There's no, 
nothing even close to wrong with that. Yeah. Well, you, it's just a matter of if you can handle being away so much. Yep. So it's good stuff. Joey, we appreciate it. Good talking to you as always. Well, you, uh, you're not also not a cream corn fan. No, I love cream corn. You love it? Absolutely love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, dude, you gotta eat more vegetable. I mean, I don't eat a lot, so I don't want to like, scold you. But you just treat these like it's just they're disgusting. <laughs> Talk to him, Joey. They're disgusting. <laughs> like, Talk to him, Joey. Would you now, some, would you eat time, something you thought was disgusting? Now in daycare, I had you know when I was younger, I was at daycare, and I think they had cream peas for us. Is that a thing? Can anyone confirm that that's a thing? As I, <laughs> as I recall it, it was a thing. Okay, so I, I believe I go it. home and we had peas, and I'm like, Mom, I'm gonna you got to make these things cream peas. She goes, Dude, we don't have those. I'm like, No, <laughs> just give me milk. And she's like, I don't think that's gonna work. I'm like, listen, I just had this earlier today. I promise you this is going to work. <laughs> and it didn't. Dude, it was terrible. Well, oh, yeah. God, it was the worst. Mostly because of the peas. Listen, I mean, <laughs> as I've grown older, peas probably aren't my go-to. But, I mean, I don't – I mean, man, you act like I've insulted you when, when you mention oh, that. It's disgusting. They're so disgusting. Most of them are just the nastiest thing you can put on a plate. I mean, look, dude, I don't, you know, I don't load my plate full of them, but <laughs> I, I, I'll geez, eat a salad, I'll eat some corn on the cob, I'll put some raw onion on some things. That's going to be my vegetable I, intake in life. And asparagus <laughs> is a no-go, huh? That's, that's uh, boy, I've really tried it. You know, Troy used to put it on a grill back when we lived together, and I was like, all right, I'll give this a whirl. I feel like, you know, I put some hot sauce on it even one day. No, mm-hmm. no, I just, just tasted, you're trying to make it not taste like asparagus. <laughs> it's good now, I mean. Stink. <laughs> I don't. I not a fan. Not a fan. No carrots. No carrots either. Ah, uh, raw maybe. What, what else? Is, what's the other option? I don't want them cooked. They're nasty. I don't. What? Oh, they're if, terrible. If I, if I had to bet, I would have said, "Oh, he'd rather have them cooked than raw." No. No, yeah. I don't even like them raw. But like, if you if there's a celery and carrot tray out, I might grab a couple pieces of celery and carrots. Mm. And like that's the only now, thing there. I'm still not eating the broccoli out of that thing or the olives. Well, bro- I've grown up. Bro- olives can go away forever. My grandma used to give olives for Christmas. Like, what did I do to you? <laughs> what did I do to you? Olives are terrible. Pickles are terrible. Tomatoes, no go. Onions, no go. I officially do pickles. An onion ring. I officially don't eat pickles on sandwiches anymore. I mm. ask them. I ask them every place I go. No pickles. No pickles. But I oh, do God, like a pickle spear. Mm. I, I do you like a pickle spear. Oh. No way. You can't even pick a pickle off, of, or even a pickle or an onion. I'll mean, oh, just scrape it off. Now, nah, dude, that terrible taste. It's just loaded into the bottom. I mean, I'll, I'll still eat it if it's there in that scenario. I'll pick a pickle know. off and eat it individually, but uh, typically the, they're just like these skinny, bro- broken-down fast food pickles is what I'm talking about. So mm. Big old thick pickle at a nice restaurant, I'll, I'll pick it off and eat it uh, mm. eat it on its own. But I don't want that pickle to overtake that burger taste. That's why I, that's why I do it. <laughs> Joey, that's good to talk terrible. to you. All right, man. Enjoy. I hope, I hope you get better. I, I'm not. Pray for him, Jerry. This, this is just how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> hey, maybe my All taste right. buds will change, and I'll start liking green vegetables, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think I'll just be an 80-year-old child if I make it that long without eating them. If I make it that long, y'all can shut up. <laughs> when do I officially get to start bragging that I've lived this long without eating vegetables? <laughs> I, I, I won't take it on yet. Joey Wagner. You know, you know. <laughs> oh, I get it. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Thanks, Joey. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.